GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Hello and welcome to another edition of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. Today we head back to the schoolyard and use our imagination to summon our favorite dinosaur friends. So with no further ado, let's go ahead and meet our dinos. First, you know her as the Protoceratops. BJ, please help me welcome Patty Wurst. Hi! So Hi, glad Patty. to How be here, Milo. Hi, everybody. It's wonderful. Yeah, glad to uh, glad to have you here on a, a beautiful Sunday. How is it where you are? We have been in monsoon season here in Texas where I live, but it's wonderful because we've had a beautiful, cool spring and everything's coming up roses. It's beautiful right now. That's a good, that's a good way to look at. That's a yeah. very, that's a very uh, backyard gang way to oh, look at. Oh yeah. Well, you know, after so many years, it kind of, it's instilled in me now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's gotta be so, there. Uh, why don't we, uh, why don't we bring along your television sister? Oh yes. I would love to do that. Bring on the Bob. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> at this time, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome the voice of baby Bob, Julie Johnson. Hi. Hello, Hi. everybody. Good. I'm glad to have you here. I'm so glad to be here, too. Yes, uh, Patty and I are from the same state, so I've been in the monsoon myself, but mm -hmm. the sun is out and the birds are, oh, you may hear birds in the background uh, right outside my window. So uh, everybody's happy up here. Man, could it, let's let's keep the happiness going. I'm I'm Absolutely. so glad to have you back. It's such a, a you know great time around a couple months ago, and and now we're back. We may have to burst into the raindrop song at any time. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> be careful when the birds fly over. You don't really want to be doing that. <laughs> We've been warned. And on that note. <laughs> welcome Chuck E. Cheese fans. You may know him as Jasper and Pasquale. Barney friends, you know him as the voice of Barney. Please help me welcome my good friend, Bob West. How are you? I'm great. It's uh, it's not sunny here. It's nice and cool and overcast. We've got a, um, you know, one of those Los Angeles things. We got the uh, the marine layer coming in, and it's nice and cool. So uh, we get a little respite here for a while, but it'll be yeah. scorching soon. <laughs> How you doing? How's that? Mar how's that Marvel marathon treating you? <laughs> the Marvel marathon. Oh yeah, you saw me. I posted that I'm uh, I'm slow mo binging the Marvel all the Marvel movies in uh, story wow. chronological order right now because I missed a bunch of them and wow. it's great. I just saw. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 last night. I was going to save it until the end, but I thought, oh, I'll do it in order, you know, because I just, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy so much. It's just so well done. It Patty, so Julie, are you guys, are you guys Marvel fans? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have se I've seen a few of Marvel's movies and oh, I sure. like them. They're very <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Very, very <laughs> Very active there. <laughs> I just finished watching the last one, the latest one that was like four hours long. Oh, right. I felt like I was on a ride. It was amazing. And I haven't seen all of them. Bob, I'm like you. I mean, I've seen a couple here and there, and I love the Wonder Woman. 
series. That's my favorite, of course. Why not? But um, yeah, I love them. I was just reminiscing the other day with my husband that uh, we played superheroes all the time when I was growing up. That was our thing to play. You know, some kids played armies, whatever. We played superheroes. But I never, I should have chosen Wonder Woman, you know, or Super. I chose Phantom Girl. Ooh, have you ever heard of that character? Uh, just like she was one. I don't think she was a Marvel character. Mm. I'm not sure, but her big thing was she could walk through walls. That was it. Okay, it's not a, that's not that, the that's worst. The, isn't she one of the uh, the X Men? I think maybe. I think so. That's yeah. probably yeah. Yeah, she's in, the, so, in that universe. Yeah. Here we are in 2021. Thirty <laughs> years. Yes. Did you? Did you think that in 2021 we would be here still talking about Barney and Friends? I didn't think I'd be here. <laughs> <laughs> what do I? I'm still what? This is great. <laughs> it's been amazing. It's been really a lot of fun. That uh, you know, it's, you know, it's interesting. One of the fans put a post up about on my page. I've had my page on Facebook for like 10 years. And I was kind of not all that active on it. And one of the fans put up a post that said, coming up on, I can't remember the date now, September something, it's the 30th anniversary of the premiere of the, the very first uh, video from the Barney in the Backyard Gang. And I thought, oh, that's great. It's 30 years. That's amazing. So I made a post about that and it went out and I just, you know, I, I didn't boost it. I didn't advertise it at all. It started getting shared and it ended up being seen by about 110,000 people. Wow. And I, at that point, I thought, maybe I should start being more active. In <laughs> people apparently are interested. So, you know, you know, the fans are out there and they're, they're wonderful. They're just so yeah. awesome. So they're raising their own babies now. We helped, uh, um, not helped raise, but we certainly helped bring um, music and joy and, and learning to, uh, to at least three, four generations there of kids. I mean, we went through that many ca kids in the cast that as they got a little yep. too old, you know, to, to be kids on the show, then we got a new, a new uh, bunch of younger kids every couple of years. And when you think about that spread out all over the nation and then all over the world, um, it, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's really humbling and really, really exciting to think how many, uh, children we did reach and how many we still do. And yeah, those, those true. children are having children. So, yes. you know, it's, uh, it's interesting to think about the generations. It's amazing to think that it's been 30 years. Hard to believe. Yeah. And we, were, and we were active <laughs> doing the show for a large portion of those those 30 years. Uh, uh, longer than me too. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I was uh, years uh, yeah. 18 years for me, I wow. think mm -hmm. it was. Yeah. 19 for me. And yeah. Wow. For me. Yeah. And 107 for Bob. <laughs> <laughs> In dino that years. Dinosaur years. <laughs> <laughs> now, because you have touched so many people, and from you know a, a ton of ages, when you're going to you're going to conventions, how many people are just breaking down and crying in front of you because you are Baby Bop, you are BJ, you are Barney? Well, I can I can tell you for I was just uh, I was really floored by the reaction when I was at my first convention. Uh, it was uh, SuperCon in uh, Florida, uh, Miami Miami Beach, and there were people who came up 
who would just come up and start talking to me about Barney and they were, they would just burst into tears. Aww. It was just, it was amazing. I, it was like, I, th I actually, was, I was so weird. I actually kept count one day. It was like the second day. There were like seven people within that day, just that one day who just came up and started talking about what Barney meant to them, what, you know, all the things that Barney had helped get them through. Uh, you know, they were, they were, they didn't have really great health when they were tiny. And they said their, their mom and dad, mom and dad would give them the Barney doll and it was really comfortable them and, and it got them through a series of surgeries or it got them through chemo or whatever. And then, you know, a girl comes to me and says, well, she's a woman now. She says, uh, my entire family, uh, we're refugees from Vietnam and we all learned English by watching Barney. I mean, she was, it was just so much of that coming to us. Uh, it's been, it was just, it's been amazing out on the road. I love, I'm ready to get back to the live shows. That's for sure. yeah. You could write a book. You could write I have, a book. Uh, I've had the opportunity uh, a couple of different times to tour the United States with, um, and, and Canada with a couple of uh, Broadway shows, the, the big tours. And it was actually on the tour of Come From Away when, when, uh, the, when the world shut down. And the, uh, I put always put it in my bio, and the the response for the people they talk about the show first, and then I get, and were you really baby bop, you know? And it starts a whole other conversation, and usually perhaps maybe a little a little baby bop uh, voicing, you know, out there to say hello and and every and it's just it's just it's part of the fabric, you know, it's part of the fabric of of so many people's growing up and. So it, that's that's been really exciting, and I I can't wait to do a to do one of the uh, the you know the live live uh, getting to meet people and and talk to them. That sounds like that's great fun. Yeah. yeah, and if you ever get a chance, if anybody ever gets a chance to see Come From Away with Julie Johnson, it is a fantastic show. I'm very critical, having done a little bit of musical theater myself. I. I'm very, very, very uh, picky about my shows. And I got to tell you, it's a fantastic show. And Julie is fantastic in it. So see oh, it you. when it comes thank to New Year's. Please thank do. You. That's really I'll pay you later, Bob. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. Patty, you came into Barney and Friends during the second season. So were you? It was actually the third. The third, the third season. season. So were you familiar with the phenomenon, the the juggernaut that was Barney and friends at that time. I was not when I auditioned for the show, my agent called and said, can you do the voice of a little boy dinosaur? And <laughs> well, <laughs> what's the precursor for that? I mean, you know, where do we start with that? And so I thought, sure. You know, and I was not familiar with Barney and to go in there and then, but it was starting, it was really on the rise at that point. So to kind of come aboard and then get swept away with it all at that point, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I've said this before, I pretty much followed Bob around like a puppy the first <laughs> season of the show, because initially they were just bringing BJ on for five episodes. And so that first five episodes, it was a totally different process than I was used to doing live theater or, or doing voiceover work because really? we're doing the dino sync and, you know, on the set all the time and just to absorb all that. And it was really, 
you know, kind of trial by fire, learning as I went along and developing the character too. Um, but then, it was very you know, exciting. The, it was really exciting. I got the restraining order. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Peeking in his booth. <laughs> well, it, it did take baby Bob a little while to get used to the fact that she was no longer going to be an only child. She oh. was very happy as yes. an only child. Yes. We, she, you know, she learned to love her brother. <laughs> When, Are you guys ready for some fan have, questions? You have lyrics like, look at me, me, me. <laughs> you know, I am ready. Yes. Bobby, yes. ready for some fan questions? Bring it on. Let's go. All right. So our first one from Brian is, <laughs> if your character went to college, what would their major be? <laughs> that's a oh, that's question. great. But BJ is going to be PE all the way. <laughs> you know? um, come on. You know? <laughs> He's got the basketball, the baseball. He's, you know, into all the sports. So I'm thinking he's going to go coach somewhere probably. And he likes to tell people what to do. So there you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Baby Bop went into dance, the ballet perhaps, <laughs> yes. since her shoes really couldn't be removed, I don't think. <laughs> she would have gone to college already in her ballet slippers and she would be ready. The The, the hair was done. The bow was, was there and she would be ready to study dance, perhaps theater arts. I think, uh, I think she would have just been top of the class. She mm -hmm. would really, she would have graduated with honors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, Barney would have been a paleontological biochemist. Oh, and he would have extracted DNA from mosquitoes and revived all of the dinosaurs and taken over the world. <laughs> oh, total <laughs> global domination. That's, That's right. not frightening at all. That would be an interesting concept. What better dino? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work, Bob. No, <laughs> it, it's worked so well so far. But so, you got to do so something about your arms first. Because <laughs> you got to reach all the buttons there, Barney. Dino DNA. Dino <laughs> DNA. You know, when you patch it with frog stuff, it's okay, right? It's going to work. It's going to sure. work. All right. Our next question. Our next question comes from Frank. What was your favorite song to sing on the show? Huh. That's a that's a common question. That's one of those frequently asked questions. Um, I you know people ask me if I had to sing "I Love You" a million times, and I actually didn't because they just recorded it a couple of times, like once for probably once every other season or something, and then they would just play it back on the show, and and so I didn't have to sing that a lot. But I, I love the song. But probably my favorite is "Just Imagine" because oh. it really kind of encapsulates so much of what Barney is. Yeah. So that's beautiful. That's a lovely song. It really is. That was one of my favorites too. I loved listen to the nighttime. Mm. It was a beautiful song, but as far as just having fun with the song, I loved flying in an airplane. <laughs> I don't know why that was, a, that one was a lot of fun. And then popcorn is oh, yeah. really neat. fun to make and fun to eat. <laughs> I have to think of that song when I make popcorn now. Yeah. <laughs> you still use these for audition songs, don't you, Pat? You sure. <laughs> I have a ballad and an up-tempo. <laughs> up well, I'm torn between Itsy Bitsy Spider because, of course, in my booth, I would try. See, I still can't do it. I would I'd do my best to do the there. Oh, 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 I think I got it. Anyway, um, 
But one of my favorite things that I got to sing for one of our, our uh, holiday videos with Baby Bop and, and also on the holiday recording, I think Baby Bop got to sing Dreidel. Dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ruddy, my dreidel I will play. <laughs> I loved singing that song. I just, I thought that was the cutest thing. Oh, dreidel. <laughs> Everybody. Give it the O. I think, um, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could name a favorite song. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you guys answered for me. <laughs> All right. So our next question comes from Brian. What would your characters be doing during the lockdown? We're never going to tell. <laughs> we, you know, we've been with them for the last year and no way. Eating a lot and wearing our masks. Ooh, that's, yeah. that's what I would be doing. Wearing I'd be taking care mask. of others. Yeah, Barney would be wearing a mask stuff. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be wearing, I would wearing, I'd be getting. <laughs> that, that's a great mask. That's Where's a great mask. <laughs> Is that a cape? It's what? <laughs> It's a pillow. It's a pillow. There's there's a baby bop pillow and a Barney pillow too. It's that. crunchy. It's really soft. Um, I, had, I I put this on for a, and took a picture because I got my second Pfizer uh, on Thursday, and boy, oh. the reaction to this mask has been amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> they were like, "We're gonna get one." The there's mouth one. moves. Yeah. Writing some fan fiction. Uh, the <laughs> mouth moves when you talk. The mouth on the mask <laughs> moves when you talk. It's so hardly. Or is that just me? I did not intend that. <laughs> Writing fan fiction. I like that. Well, what would Barney be doing? Well, Barney, you know, Barney is probably making s'mores, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, just mm -hmm. eating. Yeah. Just eating. <laughs> probably. BJ would probably be into the, some gaming. I think online yeah. gaming. He'd be, you know, if he can't be out playing basketball and baseball, he's going to be doing it virtually. So I could see him being like a, a really popular streamer on Twitch. You know, <laughs> everybody watches him play, you know, yeah. he could, you, I think all the dinosaurs, dinosaurs should get together and play uh, among us at some uh -huh. point <laughs> where we get to eject people into space. You know, I think, you know, you're out of here. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Julie, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, baby bop would be would be doing so i guess maybe su supporting supporting her big brother or do you think I she's do. one of those banana bread type making dinos <laughs> i hadn't thought about that she's a little young to use a, a you know a hot oven so we'd want to be very careful with that um i think i think baby bop wanted to do some eating too and possibly pesters bj while he's trying to play his game <laughs> So watch would me, watch me. Play with her. Yes. No, one what thing are you doing? <laughs> Let's put on a show. Yeah. And she'd want to grab the controls and then, you know, it, 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 the, things things could go wrong. Things could get ugly. He'd yeah. forgive me. That's right. Oh. I'm not mistaken, but but for a while there, while the power was out, wasn't she learning how to make candles or something? I mean. <laughs> learned how to <clears throat> how to make uh, water out of snow and and uh, do the household things with melted water we, in Texas we had five days out of out of melted uh, snow rather and uh, it was ooh, was that fun that five would have been uh, 
Mm. Was, I, I wanted Baby Bob's blanket then because mm-hmm. boy, was it cold inside my house. Yeah. That's why we had to phone sure. our first one of these because uh, yeah. you know the power situation is pretty bad. Yeah, right? yeah it was delayed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cold and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our That's next scary. question. Our next question comes from Matt. What is the most rewarding part of voicing these iconic characters? Hmm. Frequent flyer miles? <laughs> um, the rewards. No, no. Seriously. I think being a part of kids' lives, you know, yeah. and being able to be an influence that way. And what we were talking about earlier, having people come up to you as adults and telling you how much a part of their childhood you were. I mean, that's an opportunity that yeah. not very many people get. And it's I love it. You know, even going into regular voiceover jobs in a studio, sometimes somebody will mention me. Yeah, she was the voice of, of um, BJ. And you'll see people who are in their 30s or whatever turn into little kids again. <laughs> you know, yeah. where else can you get that? For I mean, for me. Yeah. I work with a lot of young performers, you know, in, in the shows that I do. And so many of them have told me that literally the, all the music and the dance that was in the show helped them come to the realization, you know, and, and encouraged them that they wanted to be dancers and singers and, and professional performers. And, and uh, so many of them made it. And um, I had a wonderful story from a young girl that, uh, that was working on a show with me. And uh, she told me that she learned to speak English for in, when she was in first grade by listening to Baby Bob because the it was noun and pro you know uh, noun and verb and very very clear and she was having a little trouble learning to speak English because she had come from from uh, from Mexico and she um, she learned to speak English and was able to go on and move on with her first grade class instead of being oh, held back awesome. and she and she was of course she was weeping well we were both weeping we were standing in a puddle by the time she told me this story but I thought that's so wonderful because you you we were there to teach children certain things but we had no idea that it maybe it was just as simple as as teaching someone to say hello my name is you know mm-hmm. and and begin to communicate and and uh, so that's that's a really great feeling too. And she was she was in college by then, majoring in theater, and was working oh. backstage at a professional oh, show in uh, Oklahoma City. So she she had done quite well. Only she talked like this. Well, <laughs> who bothers him on the headsets? Okay, two forty seven, go. Well, isn't that I the same no. American English accent? <laughs> Well, for me, I mean, we have so many stories like that of, of people, you know, how Barney and friends impacted their lives. It was, it's just, there's a whole, there's a whole list of them. But of course, the one that I probably tell most often is one about uh, a mother who sent us a letter one time uh, talking about her child who uh, I believe had Down syndrome, I think, and uh, was or was autistic rather and had uh was very was almost completely nonverbal, and she said that and i think he was like five years old and he barely talked at all and she said that one day he just came up to her out of nowhere in the kitchen and wrapped his legs her, his his arms around her legs and said i love you mommy and she said that he had never just said he had never said that before and he just came up to her and said it and she said that he started verbalizing, started talking, and she completely, you know, attributed it to watching Barney. And we've had so many stories like that of of 
kids who were uh, late starters, you know, uh, didn't didn't really start becoming verbal until late. But once they started watching Barney, uh, the parents are saying that, you know, they really attribute being able to 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 talk and to talk and to, to come out of their shells as well, and just attribute it to Barney um, and all the that it's that kind of um, that kind of non-judgmental love and the the inclusiveness and and all the friends you know kids who have a difficult time making friends Barney was their first friend and along with the kids in the show so um, really I think broke broke the ice for a lot of kids and just it, you know it doesn't get any better than that <laughs> you can't ask for something more so it, it sounds like the most rewarding part has been making sure that everybody's tear ducts are working. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Because uh, these stories, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that just talking to them is just waterworks all day long. Wow. That's. But the happy, it's happy tears. Happy tears. Yeah, that's yeah. the best, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amazing. Be beautiful. Very beautiful. All right. So our next question, our next question comes from Aaron. What other character would get along best with your Barney character. Now, would that be out of out of our universe? Some of, like a crossover character or something, or uh, so let's say, uh, well, or a Barney character. I think a, a Barney, yeah. Let's, yeah, a, a Barney character. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, Barney and uh, oh, I forget the character's name now. One of the kids, um, Robert, I think, um. Barney and, and he had this kind of great relationship and they had, I think they, and they had, you know, like a duet uh, one time. And that was, that was, that was so much fun. You know, when, when, when you just have a moment with one of the kids and you have a du duet and you really connect and that was, that was just so great. I think mother goose for baby Bob. <laughs> oh, cute. Cause she, She's just so fun and, and uh, you know, and there's always the chance a goose would be following her and Baby Bob would enjoy seeing a goose. And uh, so, yeah, we had we had uh, Mother Goose on the show uh, two, several times, actually. Yeah. 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 Well, other than, of course, my beloved sister, I know that BJ really loved when, like, the firefighters would come on the show. We had guests that were firefighters, so he was like all about that, all over that. And he also thought Mr. Boyd rocked, you know? He was over there and good role model and everything. So uh -huh. I know that that's somebody that I would think that uh, that BJ would think was cool. All right, so let's think outside the box a little bit, outside the sandbox, if you will. Uh, what other character in another realm, such as a Disney character, what Disney character do you think would – get along best with your Barney character. That's interesting. Oh, wow. I think uh, Barney would, Barney would get along with Mickey Mouse really well. I think, because, you know, I met Brett Iwan, who was, who was, uh, who was the voice of Mickey Mouse. I met him at a, at, a at one or more conventions. I got a picture with him and I was like, in the picture, I'm just like, I was like, Oh, this is so great. <laughs> Such a huge fan of his. And he's, he is like, uh, for me, uh, not just, and Brett himself is just kind of like this embodiment of the spirit of Mickey Mouse. And he's a great artist. I don't know if you know that about him. Oh, he does uh, these custom uh, pieces of Disney art and 
uh, does them for the parks and, you know, he like limited edition prints and stuff. He's a great artist and he wow. does Mickey in these different settings and really just classic stuff. And he's just kind of, and he talked about in a post uh, just like last week or something, just, you know, uh, the, the embodiment of what Mickey Mouse is and everything. And I just, I think that's, you know, my philosophy about trying to be, you know, imbue the character with kind, you know, kindness and that sort of thing. And I think there's a real simpatico there. Or Godzilla. So. <laughs> oh, and I well, they can relate. Too. They can relate. Yeah. Barney's alter ego. I have one right off the bat. Ariel from Little Mermaid. Ooh. Yeah. Because I, I actually know Jody Benson. We we actually did some shows together, and uh, and she she had to, we both got to you know talk during the while we were rehearsing and everything, and uh, got to talk about being a part of children's lives, you know, because I was I was doing, uh, I think had I booked Baby Bob then. I could be doing a little time melding here. We'll just go with this. But anyway, she, uh, she uh, she's a, she's absolutely fabulous, and uh, you know, and, and has continued to work so much. And and her her voice singing that music is just stunning. And so it was uh, it's a lot of fun to to get to work to, to get to work with the people that with the behind the scenes of the characters. You know, that's you feel like you've gotten some kind of special dispensation you know to get to uh to know them in that way so yeah. it's ariel for me oh i would think for bj it would be the genie from aladdin oh yeah <laughs> he yeah. would be all over that now do this do it now do this now do that <laughs> that was funny you know williams <laughs> <laughs> action it would be non-stop fun you know <laughs> i can see that yeah, I could, I, I could definitely see that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our next question, our next question comes from Rachel. What was your favorite food or drink on the series? Hmm. Well, BJ's was pickles. <laughs> Captain Pickles. He had a character, <laughs> a superhero and everything because it was all about the pickles. Yeah. Well, so that I mean, that's there. It's written, you know, it's now, part of the legend. Now, Patty, are you all about the pickles? I am not. I mean, I like pickles, but come on. <laughs> all about them. I, I, I love I wrote a poem about, about gherkins. It's that's on my right. Facebook. You had a poem about, I didn't know I like pickles. I like them well, but you know what I'm talking? We have, I live in Texas. We have barbecue. We have Mexican food. We have, you know. And a pickle jar at the theater. There was always a pickle jar. Dill pickles at the theater. At the theater. Right? Yes. When you go to the movies. Love yeah. it. Let's see. My favorite food. We had a we had a Halloween episode where BJ and Baby Bop kept being it, was, it may have been a video, but we were we kept being just a little too late to every house. The the candy was gone and we would get vegetables. <laughs> which was something that, you know, was a good lesson to be learned that vegetables can be just as wonderful as a bag of candy. Even if they're not different. So types. I'm going to say Halloween vegetables. Halloween go. vegetables. Yeah. That would I be the orange celery. ones. Yes. That would be the orange ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a fun episode. It was. I, it was. 
that's one of the episodes I look back on and think I just adored that because it, everything kept happening. You know, baby bought, forgot her bag for the candy or she forgot this and that. So we kept having to go back. And by the time, yeah, we went to the, the house and BJ comes out, celery. It was just beautiful. <laughs> take four calories to eat them. There's that. <laughs> Bob, what about you? For me, oh, it's tough. You know, the popcorn, I, I'm a popcorn fanatic. I have, you know, a, a jar of oils in my, in my cupboard at all times. I actually got a subscription and it keeps coming to me every six oh weeks or so. And if you don't turn those off at the right time, you can end up with an <laughs> entire closet full of popcorn. <laughs> but, all right, so party uh, at Bob's house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Party bus. I the oil, and I ha actually have. I probably should just bring it on camera. I have a box full of the oil. You know, it's like six of them in one box. Like, I didn't know this about you. All the time that we were on set, I did not know you were a popcorn aficionado. I'm a popcorn hoarder. What can oh, I say? it's good stuff. It is good stuff. Yeah. But it's in the, and I have I have lunch bags. You know, just paper lunch bags that I use because. You can't use the ones from the supermarket. Oh, those have chemicals in them. So. Oh, okay. But peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, I think, for for my character at least, uh -huh. mm -hmm. <laughs> those mm -hmm. were you know lots of slathering of the the peanut butter and the jelly, and of course I would put some butter on there too. We never did do a fondue episode, you we know. Didn't. It was always the peanut butter and jelly or the s'mores. I think we so, missed out there. There was a there was open flame and sharp sticks involved, and I think that was probably not the best idea. Please, please, please. <laughs> not, for, not for the kids, for the adults. Baby. We just couldn't be trusted with them. Baby Bob gets completely tied up in strings of teeth. Yes. <laughs> so Bob, what I'm hearing is when uh for guests that come meet you at conventions, for everyone to bring you popcorn. That's what I'm hearing. Oh no. No, thank you. No, I, I mean, yeah, there's sometimes there are popcorn vendors at the, you know, at the convention. Sometimes they'll, and I have to go sneak over there and get them. And an apple, popcorn and an apple. That'll do it for me. There you go. <laughs> our, our next question, our next question comes from Michael. What would be a message you would want a fan who grew up watching you to remember most? Wow, this is a good question. Hmm. <laughs> I'm letting the master go first. You know, it's a, the barn stir. No, no pressure. <laughs> um, I don't, I, you know, I think for me, it's just imagine. I think using your imagination is, it's such, it's not just, people talk about, a lot of times people think that imagination is something that's like a luxury or a pastime that's, you know, like just something that you do when you're not working or, Maybe, you know, that you drift off into la-la land and you're just daydreaming or something. And that's not really what it is. It's imagination is using your mind to make connections and to think up new things and to create things out of nothing. Imagination to me is the purest form of creation because you're making it out of just thought and it exists in your mind and you can see it and feel it and maybe smell it. And if you use your imagination while you're working, you're able to see this and this and think there's a connection there. If I put these two things together and I do this, 
then this is better. You know, you can improve things and you can make things. And for me, creation and making are really important. So mm -hmm. imagination is, mm -hmm. you know, just use your imagination is important to me. I would second you on that, Bob. I just think that some of my favorite episodes are the ones where, I mean, every episode had to do with the imagination because that's how Barney was brought to life. But also the episodes we used to do with the Barney bag, that yeah. was early on in the series and it was so simple. But that idea of kids taking things out of a bag and creating something, something there that was just like a little seed to spur that imagination and give you a jumping off point. And then watching the kids, you know, take things and put things together. There's something about that kind of enthusiasm and just joy in creation and enjoying that part of your mind and learning to appreciate it and never letting go of that. Yeah. idea of creativity and that being one of the great things about being a human, you know, creating those things and being able to, like Bob said, take something out and make something out of nothing that I thought, you know, was in your head and then you visualize it and, and there it is. And I think part of the reason that those episodes were some of my favorites is it like, it's like real childhood. When you were a kid, you know, going out and playing with pieces of things you found in nature, whether it was flower necklaces or whatever, and just really appreciating those elements. And it wasn't CG. It wasn't something expensive. It wasn't, you know, a lot of special effects. It was literally what the kids could do at home themselves. It wasn't the toy. It was the box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, because of this time that we've just been through uh, with uh, with COVID-19 and uh, our country and the world having to figure out different ways of expressing our love for each other, um, I think the, the phrase from the song, with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you, won't you say you love me too, that doesn't mean you literally have to tell every, you know, strangers, hey, I love you. But if you do something that shows that you care and we've had to not we've had to avoid hugging for a while. I think it's coming. It's going to come back. But, you know, find a way to hug somebody without it being, you know, something where you have to take, put anybody in danger or at risk. Hug them with a kind word. Hug them with with, uh, you know, with well, with a smile. And if you've had your vaccination, then you don't have to wear your mask and people can see your smile. I spent a lot of time smiling with my eyes. I looked very crazy when I <laughs> have my mask on. But I think that's, I think that's the uh, one of the big, that, the beauty is the show had lots of good messages. Yes. But, you know, uh, love and, and don't, don't be afraid to tell the people that you love that you love them. Yep. Yep. How did PBS cast you guys so perfectly? Uh, you, you you just emit your characters so much, and it's so fun to see uh, as a fan and, and just as another human being. You guys just have love, imagination, everything that I think we need right now. And it's 
I, I, I can't. I, I they just they did a perfect job with you guys, and, and I'm, Thank I'm you, my thrilled to be able to be here. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sorry to go off on a, a little thing, but man, I love it. Well, we were the three of us were very surly before we started doing Barney. Oh, <laughs> anger management issues. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Angry. It's <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of a circle there, though. You know, because you could. You, I was did Patty and I both did a lot of theater while we were still doing this show, and you know, when you're up till midnight. <laughs> With your show that you're doing, and you're back in the studio at six thirty in the morning, you can be a little surly when you come in. And I'm pretty sure that there are photos out there of me looking surly. But, <laughs> but it, you couldn't once once we started. You everything that might have been troubling you just wafted away, and and you couldn't not have fun and yeah. and be happy and you know and be kind. Especially, yep. when, Especially we're, when we're yeah. in a live with a live crowd, mm -hmm. yeah. a meet yeah. and greet or something. All right, and those characters. Yeah, I think we got time for one more question here. All right, right. so here we go from Emily. Emily. If you could describe your character in one word, what would it be? See, I told you, quick question. Yeah, literally. First one that popped into my mind: enthusiastic. <laughs> BJ was always up for everything. Okay, let's try it. Let's go. Energy. You know, he in it got him in trouble sometimes <laughs> because he would sometimes jump in first, you know, feet first before he really thought about consequences. But BJ was in, yeah, enthusiastic. Giggly. <laughs> Baby Bop was just giggly. She just enjoyed almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> um Barney's well I can't say enthusiastic now because that's pretty much Barney too, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think probably uh probably warm I think mm -hmm. for Barney because there's a lot of that there when he's not being enthusiastic he's probably being warm yeah yeah so I think of. I like I like warm I like warm <laughs> all right so is there do you have anything else to say to our fans watching today before we wrap up Thank you yes. for being here and for hanging with us for all these years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you mean the world to us. You really do. Because if you yeah, men and women and, and girls and, and boys had not been there, then there would have been no purpose for us, right. for our characters. You, yeah. it's, it's a good, it's a big circle. Yeah. Yeah, and especially the hardcore fans who have been around for for so long. I've got some people on my Facebook page who've been there for ten years with you know for the entire time that my Facebook page wow. has, has existed. And that's awesome. And uh, the folks who are uh, uh, Jason, people like Jason who do uh, these uh, live play-alongs and stuff with the episodes, put so much energy and creative uh, creative work into it. It's just it's amazing. We appreciate you so much and keeping you know, all that Barney spirit alive and uh, can't wait to see you at a live convention pretty yeah. soon, hopefully. Yeah. So it's going to be, uh, going to be a Pensacon. I'm going to be a Pensacon. So next week, starting on the 21st. So excellent. Yeah. Well, it has been my honor to host you guys today on our virtual galaxy con stage. So thank you all for, for being here. And thank you all for watching at home or wherever you are. Thank you all for your questions. And uh, yeah, so I think that's going to that's gonna do uh, it for today. 
So until next time, remember, it's not goodbye. See you later. Yay. See you later. Thanks, Milo. Bye. 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 Bye.